Good morning! On this bowl of Question Crunch, previous guests Darren, Glam, Malik, and Soleil join me to take a look back at the big topics from 2023, answering questions about purple milkshakes, boring spy balloons, and the most expensive human pate. <laughs> Okay, folks, so 2023 is just about over. I think that this episode, I'm going to have to check the actual calendar, but I think this episode comes out like right before, I think it's the 29th. I think that's it. Yeah, the 29th is when this episode goes up. So it'll be the last episode. We're just done with Christmas. We're about to get drunk for New Year's. I want to do some sort of a recap of 2023, and it was a lot of fun looking back at old headlines. Oh, fun's not the word. It was interesting looking back at all the headlines and seeing what has gone through 2023 and just random shit that I completely, not completely forgot, but definitely, I kind of forgot about the Grimace Shake. Did anyone try the Grimace Shake? No, I really didn't want that. It looked completely disgusting. I don't think it was even available here because of like, you know, food safety standards and things like that. Did you, like the, there was the whole, was it the ice spice latte as well or something that came out? It was like 3000 calories in a cup. They just won't give you that here. We're not as free as, as you are in America. I'm really not into trying the extract of a big bulbous purple thing. So I said no. Uh, Glam, you got your hand up. What's up? I did try the Grimace shake. And I usually never go to McDonald's and, unless the McRib is back. And I made the McRib mistake as well. Still tastes like an earlobe. The Grimace shake, I feel like I could have gotten the same result by, uh, by mixing Miracle Whip into some ocean spray. I have a confession to make. I've never had the McRib. Me neither, actually. I have. Um, but the, the ocean spray and Miracle Whip sounds better than a Grimace shake to me. Like, you could so, customize it more. So, Darren, you've had the McRib, so apparently that's healthy enough to get approved? Yeah, you can approve substitute meat. You just can't have, like, a one-serving diabetes in a cup. Oh, like, they're not allowed to sell you drinks here that will take you from, um, you know, decent blood sugar to pancreatic failure uh, very quickly. Again, what I'm hearing, a lack of freedom. What I'm hearing here is McDonald's needs to come out with the McRib shake. Yes. Uh, it's gross. Put more barbecue sauce so that it gets sweet enough to be considered a shake, but not 3,000 calories worth of sugar, you know. But there was a company for a while doing meat shakes. I know, I know. There's a there's a hip hop band called Ugly Duckling. They made a whole album based on it as well. But um, meat shakes are a thing you can buy in some places. Is it is it a specific meat or just a vague <laughs> a vague like oh it's a meat shake it's got meat in it don't worry about what, I, yeah. where it comes from. I think I think it's that. I think it's like it it's chicken ask. <laughs> Soylent Green? It might be Soylent Green, but you know, why not? 
So I, I, it's really gross because I didn't want a grimace shake. I don't care about sugar. I, whatever, but a meat shake, I might try that. I'm gross enough to try that. I would try that over the McRib. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it that there's this whole thing that once it's back, everyone loses their mind and goes buy stuff at McDonald's. There's something about that that I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to partake. Cool. So a lot of these questions that I came up with are going along the course of 2023. I skipped ahead and asked about the Grimace Shake, but I was just really curious to see who has had it because I didn't. I had no interest. I had no interest. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play. <laughs> I'm not gonna play by McDonald's game. But I will play by pumpkin spice. The moment that that goes up, I'm like, all right, cool. I guess uh, I will buy as many milkshakes as I possibly can. I will get diabetes over pumpkin spice. I think what was the most fun about that purple shake was that the internet became a place of creativity. And people started making those crazy videos of how the shake is made. Or also what happens to you when you get one and usually it's pretty tragic um so that part of the shake was fine but that really definitely contributed to me not going to get one not that i would normally go to mcdonald's like it's not a place i usually go to but uh it it, it did not give me a reason to go on the opposite i i have avoided pumpkin spice up till now i have never had anything pumpkin spice um and it's partly because everyone talks about it like it's this sort of holy grail thing you could just make it year round if you really wanted to i mean I, as far as i know there's not even pumpkin in it so you know yeah most it's of just... the products it's not the pumpkin itself it's the spices you mix in it so it's usually allspice cinnamon cloves yeah. um star anise and rare cases you know and it, and that's just... it just buy some Chinese five spice, pour it in your latte, and you're halfway there. That has most of the spices in it. Yeah, maybe some extra ginger, you know, but that's it. So it's really nothing special to it. I am glad I that it's limited because then I would have too much of it. Uh, I do know that pumpkin pie is all year round. And there have been moments where I'm just like, I had a rough day at work. I'm going to buy pumpkin pie. I don't need the seasons for that shit. Uh, Glam, what's up? So, I I do cheat a little bit during pumpkin pie season because Winco always sells about these pound bricks of pumpkin spice iced coffee, and and they're only like three bucks. So, like for those entire two three months that they're available. Every paycheck I go there and I uh, buy about $50 worth of those uh, uh, bags so that I'm, I got pumpkin spice coffee the whole year. And that is a life hack for all of you pumpkin spice sluts out there. I think I'm going to do that. That sounds like a pretty good idea to just always have the creamer on hand. Blam, if I recall correctly, didn't the uh, the gas station up the road that we've heard about so many times, don't they, don't they sell pumpkin spice sushi? During the fall months? Um, no, but they they do sell this uh, pumpkin spice barbecue sauce, which goes really great with the calamari. You know what? That's fine for me because there's many dishes 
that are grilled that have those spices on them, either individually or together to some extent. So I can see that being a thing, a barbecue sauce, you know, but yeah. Not sure. I, I just... I just can't imagine barbecue sauce and calamari though. It's like fish flavored chewing gum and barbecue sauce. It's no. I'd eat it. Speaking of eating, uh the beginning of this year had ridiculous costs of eggs. And so I wanted I, I was it was weird because I remembered the expensive eggs and I was trying to remember what year it was because I was pretty confident it was 2023, but I'm like, I don't know. Ever since the ever since COVID, my concept of time has been blurred. But I did look it up. It did uh, happen in 2023. So my question is, which fictional eggs are you probably not? Sorry, I wrote this question wrong in my notes. Now I think about which fictional eggs are probably uh, delicious. Is there a thing that says slow down? I just noticed that Glam put a thing about saying slow down. <laughs> ridiculous i'm offended I'm sorry I'm I yeah i misclicked i'm i was trying to raise my hand um well before uh, before i answer this question before uh, before we started recording jamie you did give us the talk about what we can and can't say so just to cover all my bases shit piss fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker and tits to well answer done. the question, the uh, the Steven Spielberg classic film Alien featured these amazing eggs that uh, uh, that had the face huggers cu uh, coming out, uh, springing out and attaching to your face, and they did have a dick that slid down <laughs> that slid down your throat. So those fictional eggs are meant to be tasted. I do want to know what a face hugger's dick if tastes like, uh, or Ridley Scott. I'm sorry, not Spielberg. That's okay. Um, Malik corrected you in the chat. I was, I was going to correct you verbally, just because this is a podcast and there's a lot of nerds that are going to be listening, and I don't want them to give me shit for <laughs> it being Spielberg. Um, but uh, another egg that I'm uh, that is an honorable mention. I am a Pokemon nerd, and I do wonder what a, 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 what a, a deep fried Togepi would taste like. That sounds so fucked up. I loved it. I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm now imagining the alien egg because that that egg was gooey. It was juicy, like all the rithering and whatnot. Uh, that egg is also thick, so. You can make a hell of an omelet with it. That that was the egg that was going to be my choice, and I'll work on coming up with an alternative answer. But I think it would be delicious just because what's inside is typically so deadly. So something that deadly has to be delicious. I, I, I'd I have to check my math, but I think that that sounds uh, scientifically accurate. Do you think that would be like a century egg? Like, you know, the Chinese century eggs that are dark, that are gelatinous, but really, really good. I wonder if it would be like that. I, that would be a delicacy. I'm also thinking, <laughs> this is weird because I'm thinking of all the science behind venomous or poisonous and deadly and how delicious it is. Uh, they have no color whatsoever on it, no pigment whatsoever. So it's not poisonous, right? That's, that's how evolution works. 
the thing is though, like the face huggers are trying to actively get the eggs inside you. Um, so eating them is probably not gonna turn out well for you. Like you you know, you're worried about salmonella and chicken eggs. If you're eating like an, an egg from an ovipositor, I don't even know if they have ovipositors, they just basically slam an alien dick down your throat. But you know, if you're eating something like that from a face hugger, I think you've got a day or two to enjoy that egg and then you're pretty much done. And that day or two will be amazing because I'll know. That's that. right. <laughs> I think it'll be really bad indigestion and then you die. Yeah, not sure if I would want that. That is such a unique way to describe that movie. Like the whole plot is just bad indigestion. Yeah, it is. Um, alien is a metaphor for IBS. And I'm going to figure out how that works later with the sequels. Um, but we'll get to that. Bad indigestion is actually the translation that the French used for the movie in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, Soleil, you got any, got any eggs for us? I have eggs. I, in fact, I have two eggs. Okay, the first time I saw eggs on a movie, in a movie that were, I mean, the eggs were not fictional in the sense that they represented chicken eggs, but it was an animated movie. And it's in the Beauty and the Beast when Gaston is like bragging about all the eggs. Those eggs look just fucking amazing. Um, they looked like the best eggs I'd ever seen. So, you know, I would eat these eggs and they're fictional because they're in a fictional movie. But if we want to talk about like an actual fictional egg that doesn't exist, um, I would say the golden egg from, well, the golden eggs from uh, Puss in Boots when they're being laid by the golden goose. Um, so those ones look like candy they look like some really fancy candy so i wouldn't have those i it's weird because i uh, when i was thinking of this question i was thinking about uh yoshi eggs but yoshi eggs explode like it, it depends on what kind of yoshi egg are we talking about is there a yoshi inside of it or is it a projectile that yoshi has thrown uh i would eat both i'd probably eat both for some reason, I, I would love to see a Yoshi face hogger. <laughs> uh, Darren, do you have any egg? I, I can't remember if you. Uh, oh, I'm being a bad host. I'm like, who all answered this question? Um, yeah, I have, I have two eggs in mind as well. I wouldn't eat both of them, but I would lick them. One of them, out of sheer curiosity, would be the egg of the perfect world from Berserk. Um, which is really fucked up because that eventually leads to Griffith being reborn and stuff. And if you, Berserk is one of the most fucked up animes in like anime manga thing. Well, one of the most fucked up mangas you can read. The anime is trash. Um, so I, I would like that just to see if it gave me any sort of power. Um, and the other one is I wouldn't eat Gaudetama because he's, I, I think he wants that. He's just always so sad. I think he wants to be eaten. But I think if I lick him, maybe I could make him smile. And if I can make that little egg happy for a day, then I'll feel like I've done some good in the world. That became way too wholesome. <laughs> Just <laughs> started with Darren being like, I'm going to lick the shit out of these eggs. And then it went to, I just want to bring that egg some joy. <laughs> I mean, I can make it immediately less wholesome. Gaudetama's always got his ass facing up to the world if you look at the animation. So am I, am I rimming an egg? I don't know. Uh, so Soleil said something that was really interesting. Uh, that 
the eggs in Beauty and the Beast look delicious, and it reminded me of all the food that in real life I'm not a fan of. Like I'm not I'm not a fan of over easy eggs, and there's just a long history of I just don't like them. Um, but when it's animated, a lot of times animated films make the over easy eggs look so good, and I'm just like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I should give it another shot. And it's just the animation, and it goes down again to uh, a goofy movie, and their pizza with that cheese that just won't quit, and you're just like, oh, I need a pizza right now. Or or look at the food in any anime ever made, like it always looks so good. The 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 ramen that's made in the or Studio Ghibli movies have the best animated food ever. Seriously, if uh, I I I will always get hungry after a Miyazaki film. I remember the scene from uh, Spirited Away when the parents arrive at the at the restaurant kiosk and they just start eating and tr- slowly they turn into, is it pigs? I don't remember. They turn into some animals and um, the food that they're eating looks amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hear me out on this. What about a cup of like fertilized human eggs? They're like dipped in dots. Uh, if it's drawn in an anime, I'd probably be, I'd probably crave it. <laughs> they could probably make it look delicious. I could see it happen. You know. They've had grosser stuff happen in anime, so I, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they have some alien species making, uh, what's it called? Pate? Caviar. Caviar of humans? Yeah. That's why I got into my head at first as well. Human caviar. Like... Oh, my, my mind immediately goes to how you would farm that. And we need to bring back the ROC. And if you give me a boat in a couple of years, we can start with that experiment. Cool. I don't want, I don't want your cat, human caviar. I'll pass. Unless it's made into a milkshake, maybe. <laughs> the visual I had for that was, uh, you know, like basil seeds, when you soak them in water, they kind of start having a little gelatinous coating same thing for chia seeds um it i had that in my mind like a chia seed pudding for the human eggs and um it's it's not as appealing when you know it's human eggs i'm just gonna be straight (laughs) i like the chia pudding but i don't like the human pudding (laughs) this is a this is a scary this is a grim conversation Expensive eggs in 2023. Now we're eating people. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I got a warning for keeping it too wholesome, so we made it not wholesome. That's on you, Jimmy. I will. I'm actually. Con- I'm actually considering drawing you licking that egg because I think it would be really adorable. Do it, please do it. Another news report that happened in 2023 was the Chinese spy balloon. And I laugh about it every time. I know the government lost their shit. Uh, Republicans lost their shit. But I don't know. I thought the balloon was kind of cute. It was just this, <laughs> this random, like, round balo- white balloon that was just flying through the air. Uh, it's funny because they're like, yeah, it was trying to spy on us. It didn't get any information. And it flew over, like, the Midwest looking for, <laughs> I don't know, secret stuff in the Midwest, I guess. But I was thinking that the balloon could have been more creative. I don't know. I think it's adorable that it's just like a white balloon, but it could have been more creative. And I'm wondering with uh, all the balloons that I've seen um, and the Macy's Day Parade, 
I was actually thinking about Batman, the first Batman with Joker. What shape would you make the Chinese spy balloon? And we're going to go with glam first. So I think a lot of us were traumatized in 1997 when the Barney balloon just exploded. And I feel like that would have, uh, like, we all knew the second it crossed American soil, that shit was going to be shot down eventually. And I feel like just having had a giant Barney the dinosaur balloon would have been an excellent callback to such a traumatizing experience. You want, <laughs> you want the army? Like, do you think that there'd be any, like, soldiers who are big fans of Barney that would not be able to pull the trigger? Or you think the exact opposite, I mean, where the, too many soldiers would be like, I want that job. I need that assignment. Well, I mean, like, like you just summed it up. There's two kinds of people. And like, I, I, I feel a lot like, yeah, yeah, a lot like a lot a lot of uh, soldiers are in that uh, are in that age range where that was probably a huge part of their childhood and uh, like it would have been the perfect test to see just like, like how far are you willing to go Malik what, what's your what's your shape it's funny because as we were as Glam was explaining their shape I came up with a shape and I'm just like, cause I was trying to think of another shape that the Chinese would uh, think that the U S would never shoot down. And so that's where my mind's going. So I'm looking forward to seeing the other answers. Malik. What's I mean, up? I had to work this answer to one of these questions. I, I'd probably say like big cock and balls, just like float through the air, just slowly. Cause the Holy rollers, especially would freak the fuck out over that shit and just be all offended. Um, so it was between that and then just like the shape of like the Windows, the Microsoft Windows cursor, just like slowly <laughs> across the sky and like fuck with like the flat earthers and all that shit too. Just I don't know. I'm all about fuck with people. I think it'd be funny. I really want to get a drone that's a cursor. I think that would, <laughs> that would freak out a lot of conspiracy nuts. That's really funny. <laughs> It would finally show them that we do live in a simulation and somebody's computer screen is kind of just showing off right now. <laughs> um, my idea for the lantern was actually, um, you know, classic. I would say classic. I don't like how our spying and war technology now is all white and pure and simple design and so like meh, 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 so modern. Um, I think it's very cold, and I wish um, we could return to the, the good old um, warm war days when we, we, you know, spied on each other and we were mean to each other with warmth instead of cold. Um, so what I was thinking is, is a beautiful classic Chinese lantern. I think it would be like nice design, passes through the test of time, you know, very beautiful. And then people would just think it's a lantern and they would let it go. So it's like, I think it's a better um, spying device. It doesn't look like a spying device. It's just a lantern. Super pretty. Um, you know, that's my that's my take on it. I, I, like, I like your take. Uh, minimalism. Fuck that. I want, I want elaborate spy balloons. I want something in interesting. Get creative with this. 
It's like looking at back to McDonald's. <laughs> uh, I've seen the memes shared of how uh, McDonald's during the nineties was big and ridiculous and outrageous and obnoxious. And now you go to McDonald's and it's just really modern and like clean and cold and uh, emotionless. Uh, there is no warmth. There's no fun. There's no zaniness. And uh, that's what I want to find in my spy balloons. I want, I want some uh, festivity. I want, I want to see that you care about your espionage. Exactly. You get it. Darren, what shape of balloon are we getting from you? I think if they wanted the maximum life out of this balloon, they should have made it a big floating Donald Trump. Because half of the country would be saying, fuck yeah, and the other half wouldn't shoot it down anyway because they don't have guns. So I think if the Chinese had done that, they could have had that balloon going for a long fucking time and got more information than what potatoes are the best in Idaho. Um... So, you know, I, I really think that they missed a shot with that or they should have just went straight up ridiculous. They could have just leaned into it being, being you know, hey, it's, it's China doing it and just made it like a big Winnie the Pooh. I don't think they can do Winnie the Pooh in China. That, But that's why they should have done it. They'd be like, look, I know, I know. It's not us. We are not allowed to do it. Oh, okay. Else, but it yeah. is a big Winnie the Pooh. It's illegal. Can't be us. Why would we do that? That's no, it's gotta be someone else. I dig yeah. it. Um <laughs> I feel like if you had it Trump, it would be strange because it went through the Midwest. So a lot of people would be saluting it and telling the soldiers that they can't shoot it down. But it started in Canada, right? I think so, yeah. I thought that's what I heard. So they shake their head. So I don't know. <laughs> Either way, they're still going to get like longer time out of it. You know, people will be welcoming it in, and it would. I think it would just have been a better plan, like sending up a white blue, and that's just reflective. People are going to see that. Yeah, I I think I recall hearing from Canada that the balloon had in fact flown over Canada, but the government didn't tell the people at first, and it's when it arrived in the U.S. that we finally learned that it had flown over Canada and. That kind of just shows how weak Canada is on the on the grand scheme of things. It's uh yeah not even saying anything about it because and I mean we know China. we know that if Trudeau had done it, he doesn't paint things white, he paints them black and then sends it out into the world, right? Yeah, brown brown, you know, because Chinese folks, some some of them are, are pretty white, but some of them are pretty dark skinned too. So I'm pretty sure he would go for the darkest um Chinese skin possible and then just say like Welcome. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Glam, you've got your hand up. Yeah, and like, uh, uh, like it literally takes two seconds of thinking to prove it wasn't from Canada. Because if it had been from Canada, it would have been shaped like A, a giant bottle of maple syrup, and then it for sure would have been shot down in the Midwest. Or B, it would have been a, a like Bullwinkle the Moose, and it would have been allowed to go its merry way around the world. I hope so. I really hope so. I really hope that other people appreciate Bullwinkle as much as I do, because I would not be able to shoot down Bullwinkle. I shoot down Barney over Bullwinkle any day. Leave Barney alone, James. Nope. If if I see a Barney balloon that's spying on me, I'm taking it down. I think Barney's done far more damage to kids than Bullwinkle. I just want to get that out there. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree completely. Uh, Bullwinkle made a lot of sarcastic assholes. 
because like every time every time I hear someone say uh two rights don't make a wrong uh two rights no two wrongs don't make a right I'm like uh it makes a U turn. <laughs> I can't avoid that, and and I blame Bullwinkle completely. All of the what's well, it Jay Ward cartoons they just made me uh really wanting to reply in the dumbest way. Clever and dumb. Clever in the sense that it's it's fun wordplay. Dumb, I just think it's funny to play dumb. Uh, it's it's fun. Um, I think that my spy balloon that I would pick is probably going to be an angel. I would probably pick a shape of an angel or uh, Jesus, just because I know that there's going to be people who adamantly don't want to shoot the balloon down. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that's probably the safest bet for the Midwest. I was going to say like a big fiery cross as well, but then that would just lead to some sort of panic from people as well. Like, you know, they'd be running away. People would think it was the end of days, which would lead to a whole other set of problems. I think if you made an angel, uh, then people would be posting videos of it on TikTok and then the Chinese government would be spying on, uh, they would be double dipping the spine. Right, but would you make an angel as in, like, nice, pretty angel, or would you make a biblical angel as in, like, 400 legs, 5,000 eyes, and 12 tongues? That is one of the hardest questions I've ever been asked. That's going to go down on my list of, like, difficult questions to answer. Because on one oh. hand, I would pick the angel that's pretty, the cherub angel, because the Midwest would not shoot that down. I But I also want to see a floating biblical angel i think that'd be really fun <laughs> so on my list of drones that i will make it's going to be a cursor and a biblical angel and i'll put a speaker on the biblical angel that's <laughs> what's the phrase like do not fear me and i would just have a blasting at people as it floats by <laughs> be not afraid thank yeah. you be not afraid <laughs> which is a creepy as hell thing for anyone to say <laughs> Like you could say, ah, that's really creepy. Just having any random person come up to me, be not afraid. Fuck, you could have said any other thing. You could have been like, hello, and I'd be a lot less afraid than the sentence you just said. Right, it's, it's like a really, it's a really sort of scary prelude to something happening, isn't it? It's like, look, be not afraid. And anything that follows that can never be good. Be not afraid, your shoe is undone. And then what do you mean like, undone? Like undone to the molecular right. level? Do I have to tie well, my shoes? What? What level of not afraid am I supposed to be? And you're thinking, does he want me to look at my shoe? Should I should I bend down and pay my shoe attention? If I do this, what does he do? Be not afraid, my child. Be not afraid. Oh, <laughs> uh, Glam, what 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 do you got? Well, I mean. There's this old meme of like filling a bunch of blow up dolls with helium and just releasing them and letting people think the rapture is happening. So like ton of human shaped spy balloons just floating over the Bible belt. Like I would pay money to see that. Um, but I also do feel uh, I also do feel that we should make a public service announcement right now because if uh, this year has proven anything, it's that uh, uh, that uh, people will stoop to whole new levels of Darwin Award. Um, 
the next time you see a Chinese spy balloon, for the love of everything, do not attempt to shoot it down because you're uh, uh, because it floats too high for any ranged weapon, and your bullet will drop and hit something. So that's just the public. Have we looked into seeing how many people tried? Like when the spy balloon, I, I mean, I think that it was too high for anyone to actually see with the naked eye. So I don't, you know, all this joking about uh, it being an angel shape or whatever shape. Uh, I'm wondering how many people were like, I'm going to take it down for the U good U.S. Like I have <laughs> down with China or something like that. I don't know. I want to know how many people try to take it down with on their own. Probably not enough. And I also think if we're going to make it like a big fire cross or a big angel, you need to make it fucking huge. It has to be visible. Like I'm, I'm thinking like the angels from Evan Evangelion, where like at the end they're like city size, they're above the earth and they look as big. They they fill the whole sky just with sheer terror, and then all that you'll hear is "Be not afraid." <laughs> I was surprised when I looked up how big the spy balloon was, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty massive." But you know, when you're that level of high altitude, it doesn't look massive. Uh, <laughs> that that's what she said. Ah, uh, it it's sound that's not that sentence sound that sound that sentence sounds so basic and so low of like when you're that high up, you look small. When you're that far away, <laughs> no shit, Jimmy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so one thing that I think about a lot, and I got so much ridicule for laughing at it and i'm glad that a lot of people in my circle of friends joined in on the laughter uh <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing but it's it it was a tragedy people died that sucks but that being said they're all rich assholes so i'm less inclined to feel that bad about it uh trigger warning to anyone who's listening who are like oh man I don't like hearing about anyone dying. Totally understandable. That's fine. Cool. Empathy is awesome. I appreciate that. That being said, we're going to talk about Ocean Gate and the uh, <laughs> the tourist trip to uh, the Titanic and how anyone who has ever watched anything about the ocean knows that that pressure is going to crush you if you don't do it right, if you don't do it smart. I, it's <laughs> It's weird to have such a group of people like, you know what? I think it'll be fine. I think I don't have to do that much. And I've seen a lot of the videos of them building the submarine, of them building, I think it was called a Titan submarine, right? It's Ocean Gate Company, but the submarine itself was called Titan, I think. Either way, I was laughing because I was watching the video of them making it. And there was, that <laughs> he kept on saying, you know, you don't have to work that hard to build a submarine. I'm like, no, you do. You do. And it's really just, it's upsetting that you did not think that you did. That's, that's dangerous. And you, you put all of your friends in danger and your friends being like, hmm, I trust you. I hope that everyone in the Zoom right now does not trust me enough to build a submarine that we can go visit the Titanic. I, <laughs> I yeah. trust myself enough to convince you to get into a submarine that I've built but also not to get in that submarine myself. <laughs> I just like I just think if you're building this billion dollar submarine or whatever, why are you using a third party controller? Like they had like a shitty Logitech 
control pad. Like, get a PlayStation or an Xbox One. Like, it's just... The amount of money they spent on this project, they could have just bought a submarine and tried to make it better. But like, it's the equivalent of me going to a Home Depot and coming out with a bathtub and saying, right, let's go. Uh, with the amount of money that they paid, they could have uh, opened homeless shelters, donated to charity. They could have done a lot of awesome stuff that is not taking a tourist trip to the Titanic. Not to get political, but uh, every time I think of the I price, mean, they, I'm, I, I would see the price. I'm like, ooh. They could have, but we have billionaires spending a fortune to escape the planet that they're fucking up at the same time, so it kind of tracks, right? Altruism doesn't make their dick hard. <laughs> I want that on a shirt. Uh, <laughs> uh, Glam, you were going to answer, uh, add to the submarine? Because I got, I haven't even gotten to the question. We'll get there eventually, but right now we're just making fun of rich people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean fuck them rich people, you know, and and like I got a, I got a beer can in my hand right now. And for the listeners, I just want to, I just want to give some ASMR footage of likely the last thing those dickass billionaires heard. That that wasn't loud enough to be I, ASMR. And I'm really bummed out about that because I'm a big oh, fan of. I'm I've, sorry. I've said, I've said in so many of these episodes of my podcast how much I love ASMR. <laughs> and. Whenever someone's well, like, ooh, there. I got some sounds for you, I'm like, yeah, there we go. Hold on. Get close up in there. Nope. Damn it. Damn it. That's fine. I'm going <laughs> to ah, I will invest a lot of money to get you a good mind. microphone because I think you'd make some sweet, sweet ASMR. Isn't it that like a good bit of Foley and oh. basics? I, I heard oh. it came through on my site, the initial one. Just the crushing of a tin can is a very good bit of Foley for a submarine just going poof. In post-production, can you edit it some hand crushing and some porn sounds? <laughs> I'll have to Thank check you. with a, I'll check with my uh, producer. Hold on. Let's put a timestamp on there. Okay, cool. Uh, I will ask her <laughs> to add some sexy can crushing. I might record some. Uh, I'll record some after this show and then send to her, and then she'll put it right there. Don't cut out this conversation, though. I want everyone to know that I put some thought behind that sound. Ooh, in fact, if I can get everyone to react as you know turned on as they possibly can to the sound of the can that i just crushed ah uh, oh, oh oh jimmy so, oh jimmy oh, so oh jimmy you're very welcome I uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that can crushing ASMR. Hold on, let me even whisper more. I don't even know where the microphone is on this thing, but it's, you're welcome. I'm glad that you. Can you everyone hear that whisper? Okay, good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you enjoyed that can crushing that I did. Uh, next time on the ASMR, we will. I'll eat. I'll eat something. I don't know what I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat a uh, meat shake, and I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna suck it slowly and make sure you hear every animal that goes down my my throat <laughs> and if you sign up to the patreon jimmy crushing cans and his bare feet will be available as an extra video before the end of the year <laughs> that's my new year's resolution <laughs> that all being said <laughs> uh when uh when ocean gate happened 
it was very interesting because My Heart Will Go On got a really quick boost of popularity. Every TikTok, every reel, uh, all across social media, everyone was using that song. And I'm like, this is delightful. It's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Earlier, Soleil was saying that uh, they really appreciate all the creativity that came from the Grimace Shake, seeing everyone make videos. And I genuinely, I know it's it's fucked up to be making fun of, well, it's not fucked up. I don't think it's fucked up. To make all these videos, making fun of Ocean Gate. I love seeing people inspired to do creativity. It's really awesome. I dig anyone being motivated for any reason to make art. And so I know people are like, oh man, social media is making everyone assholes. I'm like, yeah, but they're being creative assholes. I'm I'm down. I'm down for seeing people be creative. Even if it's making fun of me, I like seeing people be creative. I'm I love it. That being said, other than my heart will go on. What song would you pick to do your TikToks for uh, uh, Ocean Gate? I don't know. Maybe you, maybe maybe folks on here have made videos making fun of Ocean Gate, and you're already like, oh yeah, I already did it, and uh, I picked my song months ago. Blam! You have your hand up. Let's see what you. Let's hear what song. And it'll be bad. It'll be upsetting. Not upsetting. It'll be unfortunate if some people are like, oh, that was my song, and then you have to figure out a new one. That's why I have a list of a few. Lamb, what well, is I your mean, song that you pick? Yeah, I mean, listen, like, like, listen, I did make some videos uh, of uh, a deep penetrating submarine full of semen, but that is definitely R-rated, and you will have to dig through the dredges of the internet to find it. It will also be on the um, And, but... Um, but, but like, uh, my first uh, thought was, oh, Adele, Rolling in the Deep, The Beatles, Yellow Submarine, like those really basic picks. Um, but earlier, uh, earlier in this conversation, li like, uh, uh, the, it was brought up all the billionaires going to space to uh, escape the planet. And it's like, okay, billionaires are astronauts now. So that uh, masked wolf song "Astronaut in the Ocean" popped into my head for some reason, and that's just living rent. Uh, Malik, what song are you going to give us for the <laughs> for this tragic event? So I figure when Zack Snyder ultimately does the Ocean Gate story, you know the the movie adaptation of the story, filled with all kinds of slow motion shots. When we get that scene where it's the slow motion impact, I really want that to be drug out. I want that crushing to take place maybe over a minute or two just to really show the the detail, the pops, the creaks, all that. Um, Deftones has a song called Sex Tape. That's a really tranquil kind of ethereal song. I think it just kind of fits that vibe knowing that you're transcending from one plane of existence to the other. It's interesting that you said slow motion because I was also visualizing <laughs> the crushing in slow-mo. And I think that could be really gross. And I don't know. No, I mean, if the camera's on the exterior, we don't have to see shit and still enjoy the crushing. Uh, Soleil, what song? And I'll get to my song because I also did slow motion, but I would love to hear what Soleil's got. 
I'm I'm gonna admit I'm a little basic. Um, I had two choices. I'm just gonna say one in case the other one happens to be someone else's choice. Um, my choice song is Under the Sea, but I don't just play the whole song. I want the song to be like. <laughs> it is a cut off in silence <laughs> yeah i just want it to be like that because like it's at the bottom of the ocean only the army you know sensors felt that sound nobody else heard it um so nobody else heard it so i i kind of just want it to end just like Hoop. that would be that'd be interesting because it would, could be from the inside having the song and then go on the outside where it's just silence no noise whatsoever just the deep space dark yeah. abyss of the ocean yeah. you could get that rec you could get that record screech sound effect in there too <laughs> good but i kind of like i kind of like the just nothing just the silence yeah just i feel it yeah uh darren what do you got or no hold on so has got a second one i remember here you said in case you got someone I, I'm Toasters. gonna wait for Darren to say his in case I don't, you know, I don't want to step over someone else's toes, so I'll just say. Sounds one. good. Oh, I I have three though. Um, say so three. I'm down. The first one that came to mind was um down down deeper and down by Status Quo, um just for an old classic, and then um here comes that sinking feeling by uh, Annie Lennox and Eurythmics. But the one that I would go for, and this would be the one on the scene as well, and it would be this specific part of the lyrics. Um, let me find the lyrics just so I'm not misquoting this this masterpiece. The, the lyrics are, motion in the ocean, his air hose broke loose, lots of trouble, lots of bubble, he was in a jam, it's in a giant clam, rock, rock lobster. Just playing rock <laughs> lobster as they sink, making it as happy as seen as possible. Like I want like fucking visual flair and like no drama, just like them sinking and just the music to be as completely deliriously happy as possible. I did not recognize. Well done, well done, because I did not recognize the song. Uh, instantly, uh, you presented that perfectly. <laughs> So now I'm gonna have that song stuck in my head for the rest of the day, because <laughs> I'm like rock lobster. <laughs> <laughs> and was that all three? Uh, that was all three. Yeah, I have more, but let's let Slay go next. Slay, what was your second one? My second one was the SpongeBob SquarePants uh, theme song. <laughs> I like I like the ridiculousness of of children's happy songs that are related to the ocean or to the bottom of the ocean, and just play them with. The are you ready, kids? <laughs> are you ready, kids? I'm going to check to see if it's already been done online, but uh, there's a lot of songs that are slowed down, are sung in like a really deep way, in a really emotional, gravitas kind of way. I want to see if people have done that with SpongeBob SquarePants, like done like a what was it? Um, yeah, like a sort of mid mid two thousands, like acoustic singer songwriter type cover of the SpongeBob SquarePants song as they're dying but i also think like i love the child song aspect because it's good to teach children that billionaires should die <laughs> no Get one needs a billion 
No one needs a billion. It's an immoral amount of money. You can have a billion and then anything else you make for the rest of your life goes to the state and gets used to help people. That's it. Or you can die. That's your choices. I like those options. I like that. That's the plan. That's my, uh, <laughs> that's my, when, when I run for president, that's my political slogan. <laughs> I think America the Beautiful might also work just to show the consequences <laughs> of American greed and just corporate and just fuck it. You know, the dream is over. Let it die. So I, it's interesting that you went with the, uh, Political, not the political aspect, but the patriotic aspect, because now I'm like, do you remember, I'm trying to remember what the name of the song, is it American Beautiful? No, I don't think it's American Beautiful, but it's the song that it plays during Sandlot when they're watching the fireworks happen, and it's very patriotic, and it's 4th of July. Now I want to hear that song. I think that would be a pretty fun song. <laughs> fun song. That would be a very interesting song for the destruction of the submarine. The songs I picked were... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, I, it's interesting that Soleil said that they're basic because I thought it was pretty basic with my answer because I'm a big fan of Disney and a big fan of Finding Nemo. And so uh, Somewhere Beyond the Sea was the first song that I thought of when I was when I was imagining the slow motion crushing of the submarine. Uh, I also thought of the underwater theme song from Mario Brothers. Um I also went with uh, uh, the song from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. If anyone, most people don't know about that movie, totally understandable, but they have a song where it's like, uh, on the bottom of the beautiful brining sea. That's, I, I went with the uh, Soleil uh, idea of being very cheerful and playful and <laughs> full of hope as you get crushed. <laughs> Can, can I do a PSA as well? If you've never seen Bad Knobs and Broomsticks, please go watch it. It was one of my favorite movies from my childhood. It's, it's yeah. You when was the last time you saw that movie? That. Hmm? When was the last time you saw that movie? Oh, years ago. Years ago. A lot of folks, it, it's, it's, it's slow. It's a slow film. I love it, but I've shown it to a lot of people and they get bored real fast. Yeah, that's that's because of like TikTok and Instagram and stuff, man. Blame it on that. Because like it's it's man, it becomes it's one of these old, old school sort of Disney films, you know, where it becomes very magical. It starts off kind of mundane. Mary Poppins is slow as shit as well. That's a fair point. That's a like, fair point. Most of the old Disney films are very slow build-up and then they become magical. Uh I I, I know I saw a meme that had someone defame Benobs and Broomsticks where they're like, it's Angela Lansbury as a witch fighting Nazis. Watch the film and their songs. It kind of sounds like the plot to an anime when you read it like that, like Angela Lansbury fighting Nazis. Uh, I absolutely love that film. I will defend it. I will show it to everyone. And uh, so, yeah, your PSA, I do think that most pe more people should watch it, but... If you get bored, totally understandable. I get, I get, I get it. Uh, there's a lot of films made in that era that currently people get bored of. I also won't show people original, uh, the first few James Bond films because I think Doctor No was it Doctor No that said this? It was either yeah, it was Doctor No, where all at the beginning was just a dude walking through a bunch of rooms. Yeah, not the very beginning, but one of the first few scenes is them just taking this trek through this building. And I'm like, get to some kind of plot. 
get to some kind of dialogue. What the hell? We don't have to see your whole <laughs> your your whole campus. Cool. So uh, another question I have for you, uh, and I think about this way too often, and maybe that was Elon Musk's plan, is I think about Twitter. Oh, wait, Malik, did we get to your songs? You're good. No, I'm we're not. I want to get back to your songs if we haven't gotten your songs. You got my songs. You got my songs. Okay, cool. I'm just making sure. All right. Uh, but we got to Twitter. Twitter is the one I want to talk about. And uh, I think it's so dumb. And I think about this a lot because a lot of times I'll watch movies and they'll mention tweets. They'll mention Twitter. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 had a whole tree devoted to Twitter. You had free advertisement. The word, the movie Chef from uh, John Favreau, that, that movie had Twitter throughout the whole plot. And whenever someone would tweet, they'd have bird noises and the tweet would actually fly away. Brilliant advertising. All you have to do is keep the name and you'll have that free advertisement in those films forever. People still call them tweets because what the fuck are you going to call an X? Is it a post? I think... Everyone has posts. Having the cool verb that you're going to use, easy, done, deal. So I think about Elon Musk changing it to X so often. It's so dumb. And I want to know. <laughs> and, and the weirder, the better. But why did, uh, why did Muskie change Twitter to X? What is your, why, why do you think you did that? Glam, you got your hand up. Well, I think the X is uh, uh, for that symbol on the top corner of your browser that you click when you want to close the site. Um, I have some advice for the muskrat. I will, uh, to quote Regina George, stop trying to make X happen. It's never going to happen. Uh, Malik, what do you, what do you, why, why do you think that, uh, in Elon Musk's genius moves, what, why did he do that? So it's not too creative or weird because I think he's a piece of shit and he's not worked by creativity. Um, I just think he's an edgelord asshole and just, yeah, I'm going to do this and there's no, there's no thought at all. Just whatever I can do to be a bigger asshole. Uh, Darren, what's your answer? So, like Malik, I struggled to get past the fact that he is essentially just a 15-year-old edgelord who would rather be playing Call of Duty and masturbating, but he has to go to work. So he's forcing us to deal with him. That's that's Elon Musk to me. But then I thought, maybe he's a big fan of the Goonies, and it's a treasure hunt. So if everyone starts attacking the website and like DDoS hacking into getting into the source code, maybe we'll find a treasure map. And maybe we can start finding like the little, I don't think it has like a Horcrux or whatever. I think it's just like a brown paper bag with like a Mountain Dew can in it. And inside that will be his soul. Like, I think that's <laughs> where he keeps his soul. Just in an old crusty Mountain Dew can with a tube sock next to it. Because there's nothing about him. That, like when Xbox first came out and we were all playing Call of Duty online and everyone was saying terrible things in forums, He's still there doing that now. So I think it was, one, just to inconvenience everyone. Two, it's a treasure hunt. 
and three because he wants people to start saying i just xed and they'll be like x sounds like sex because that's the level he's working at the man is a genius everyone tells me but man i don't know like i i think i don't think he's a genius at all i think someone's controlling him i'm not even sure he's human at this point i okay for a few things one you stole my answer because I was thinking of a treasure hunt. I'm a big fan of pirates, and that's I thought he had a pirate kink, maybe. Uh, <laughs> now, I want to, I don't know if I want to do it with Elon Musk on a future episode, but I want to figure out the hor- horcruxes of other people because I think that's pretty fucking funny. Having, having one of Musk's uh, horcrux, a Mountain Dew can, <laughs> I'm going to be laughing about that for a while. I love it. <laughs> thousands fashion and filled with piss <laughs> the other thing i want to mention is i hearing you mention hearing both of you say that uh elon musk is like this teenager who's trying to be cool i think about all the screen names having multiple x's in the name and that's what elon musk is like yeah i've got it's mine. It's cool. I'm awesome. I'm too, you know, like you can't, I'm so censored. I censor myself with an X. Yeah. Musk 42069 XXX. (laughs) It's funny. You said you wanted, you you described him as a guy who just wanted to uh, masturbate um, Darren. When you said that, it made me think of the idea I had for that website name. And my idea was that he was so addicted to porn and so addicted to masturbation that he would, as a reflex, just write X as a first letter in his Google search bar or in, on his um, link, you know, tab. And in order to kind of solve this problem for him to just automatically go towards adult rated websites, he just decided to put that shortcut as Twitter and just inst- it would reroute his addiction towards twitter instead which might not be even healthier but it's it's a different kind of addiction you know and that's why i'm thinking he was doing that is such a funny answer that in an attempt to stop masturbating and be more productive (laughs) it would be like oh man i should watch porn x dang it i'm back at work (laughs) there you go that's that's what i thought uh, that might be my headcanon for the rest of the, <laughs> for the remainder of everything. Uh, Glam, what do you got? Well, I, I mean, like, I really love that explanation, but unfortunately that would make Elon Musk smarter than he actually is because in, in recovery spaces, that does make sense. Like if, so, like if somebody wants to quit smoking, they'd pick up chewing gum or vaping instead because it's still that mouth stimuli. And like it takes 30 days to break a habit, uh, 30 days to pick up a new habit, and 30 days to make that new habit a habit. Um, so like I I find that to be a really interesting theory to reroute his, one addiction to another one, and I do want to investigate this further. So just. So, you know, I will be getting a porn addiction in the next 90 days, and then I will try to break that porn addiction with a Twitter addiction. And yes, I am dead naming Twitter. 
Oh, I thought you were saying that your your replacement addiction was going to be you buying a social media platform and changing its name to uh, fix the previous addiction. What social media platform is Glam going to buy? I think Glam should buy Facebook. <laughs> because you can do no, a lot. No, no, fuck Facebook. Fuck Facebook. I, I, I'm going to talk to Tom and I'm going to make MySpace great again. But... That's what I was going to vote for, Glam. Okay, so you can have MAGA hats, which is just awesome. Well done on that, Glam. And, but just fuck Facebook is your new website's name right away. You just need to add an extra four letters and you have it. I think the idea of Musk buying that because he doesn't know how to just use control D and bookmark it is another, like, he's a type of guy that could probably make a nuclear bomb, but I reckon he really struggles to work a toaster oven. Like, he could <laughs> make a pop-tart. If he's addicted to anything, he's addicted to Grimes, though. I mean, he's a man that's convinced himself that this woman is too good for him. She must be a simulation, and that's why he cannot be with her. Like, and he says these things in interviews as if they're nothing to the point where you're like, this motherfucker genuinely believes that. I think he's probably genuinely dangerous in ways that we don't know yet. Like, he's super, like, Jeff Bezos is a piece of shit and he wants more money, but I don't think he's got any straight up malicious intent other than more profit. Whereas I think Elon Musk has got, like, if any if anyone bullies me, I'll just buy them. Like he bought Twitter because people kept cucking him on Twitter, and now he just sits there and enjoys it. Like I think that's the whole reason he bought the platform is because he gets off on people bullying him when he does dumb shit. Cool. Well, uh, you're welcome, Musk, for this podcast of us and uh, bullying you. <laughs> I hope uh, you stay. You got your hands up. So I. So I really love that you brought up Grimes because that adds a whole new layer to the conversation because, if, okay, maybe he named it after his ex-wife. So like it's X or X Twitter. Yeah, it's X Twitter. And like maybe his, maybe his next big purchase is going to be he's going to buy McDonald's and he's going to re-release the Grimace Shake as the Grimes Shake. Makes sense. It adds up. Uh, we are just about out of time. And in which case, I do want to get to le one last final question. Uh, and it's another thing that has been bothering me for a long time. And it's uh, AI. Um, I'm actually going to make a comic where I'm saying that uh, I thought when AI was going to destroy humanity, I always thought it was going to be a violent war. I thought that's how robots were going to take us out. But nope, it's just going to destroy our, our artwork and destroy our, art, our artists. And that got me thinking of a bunch of evil robots throughout sci-fi. Which evil robot throughout pop culture makes the best art? Uh, Glam, you've got your hand up. Uh, Darren, we'll get to that question before we, you know, before we get to that question. Darren, you'll get the Barbie question. I'm gonna say, yeah, you know, let's do the Barbie question because I did have a Barbie question before we get to the evil robot. Uh, <laughs> what career would you have for Barbie? Go, Darren. I want to see Barbie in the Marvel universe as the Sorcerer Supreme. I think Good. Barbie because if you follow the comics canon, Doctor Strange is dead. He's been taken over by Clea. 
and clear strangers like you know some weird sort of multiple dimension romance. Barbie should be the Sorcerer Supreme. We know she's magic. She can float down over a house. She can travel through dimensions anyway. She does it in the movie. Ryan Reynolds can be like her little help, you know, like like uh, Wong is. Um, so you've got Barbie and Ken saving the world time and time again. But like in pretty ways, like she would not bring out like, these big, like, you know, Lovecrafting Cthulhu type things. It would be like daisies and horses. And she could make the patriarchy just about horses. So I, I think Barbie should be the Sorcerer Supreme. I love it. Uh, but back to the AI thing. I know everyone, want, you might have had a Barbie answer and we'll figure it out at some point. But I would love to close out with the AI art, the evil robots, the evil robot artists. Lamb, you got an answer for that? So in the interest of time, I'm going to keep this uh, quick. Uh um, yeah, and I do have source material. Gear from Invader Zim has uh, has been shown to occasionally color around with crayons, and I would totally stick those artworks on my fridge. Uh, Malik, who is your evil robot artist? I went with one of Disney's darker movies, Maximilian from The Black Hole. I was scared shitless of that motherfucker when I was a kid. Damn, Malik, that's a deep cut. I love it. Uh, PSA, while, while folks are watching old Disney, if you're going to watch uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, go to watch Black Hole as well. It's pretty, I love that movie. Uh, that is a creepy AI. Well done. Darren, who's your evil robot artist? Uh, General Grievous, just for practical reasons, multiple brushes at once, but Ultron. I think Ultron would make great art. He has that like weird tortured pain that he inherited from his creator and stuff. And I just think, I think Ultron's a type of person that would torture humans and then use that to make art from it. But it would still be art in his own special little way. Oh, I was I wasn't even thinking about human torture, but you're right. I was hoping that the art could be therapy for Ultron. It, it just needs a hug. People. It just needs a hug. Uh, Soleil, who's your evil robot artist? You know, my answer might be similar to the one of Ultron. It's like the evil, the the floating um, jellyfish robots in the Matrix. Oh, what's the name of these guys? I forgot their I name. Think, but... Okay, the Sentinels. Yes, Sentinels. Well, because so that was going to be my answer. Is a Sentinel. I oh, love those yeah. robots. Well, I think they would make great evil robots for making art because I feel like they're already making art. If you look at the way the environment looks, if you look at the way they've organized the babies, the people growing in pods and whatnot, I feel like they're already making some art with people with bodies and that's like super evil. Um, so I kind of see them as a potential, you know, great artist in many ways, but um I kind of want to see them handling like many paintbrushes with all their tentacles, like having so many paintbrushes and just making art with that. I kind of want to see that. Well, thank you all for joining me in this really weird recap of 2023. I just had a lot of questions that I felt needed answered of how uh, silly this year has been. And I look very forward to seeing <laughs> forward. I don't know. I can't wait to see what other shenanigans we get into in 2024 uh thank you everyone for being on this podcast and i uh, have a happy new year <laughs>